Today's podcast is sponsored by Beyond Today, a great place, a great community for yoga, energy work, intuitive readings, classes, and just an all-around wonderful day. Beyond Today is located at 11223 North 28th Drive, Suite F101, Phoenix, Arizona, 85029. If you want to give us a call here, it's 602 374 4926. That number again, 602-374-4926. You can reach us also on the website of beyondthenumber2day.com. That's beyondthenumber2day.com. Welcome to our podcast, the Rod and Cindy Podcast. How are we all doing tonight? Great. Yay. Wonderful. Yay. Good to be here. Yes, glad to have you here too. Um, as we uh, would suggest to everybody is that uh, turn the volume up a little bit because it's going to get crazy tonight <laughs> so let me introduce who we have up here at the this wonderful table and that to my right we have the one the only zach lyman our producer in that he puts this podcast together for us he does a fabulous job in that uh, he's uh, he's a great kid and a wonderful person that so let's hear it for zach yay yay yes. And to my left, that wonderful lady, that sweetheart of a person, you know her all as? Cindy. Mooby. <laughs> she usually introduces herself as Cinderella, but tonight. Cinderella, yes. So tonight she's going to be Cindy Mooby. I kind of like that. And who do you have to your left of you? I have our special guest, and his name is Ron Interpreter. Correct. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. Yate, everyone out there. Uh, my name is Ron Interpreter, and uh, I'm glad to be here. And I want to say thank you to Beyond Today and uh, Rod and Cindy for inviting me tonight. Uh, I think uh, last Sunday we had a wonderful uh, energy experience here at Beyond Today. It was my first session, and I had a wonderful, beautiful experience. And I was explaining to Cindy what transpired for me that day. Um, and I appreciate uh, what you folks provided for me for that day. So. Now it's that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, what Ron's talked about is we do an open heart meditation here, Cindy and I do. And during the open heart meditation, you have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> you just don't. I mean, you open your heart up, and when you get a group of people in a circle and, that, and they open their heart up, you have no idea what kind of healing is going to happen. And it was a fabulous healing last Sunday in that. I uh, really loved it. That uh, Our next one's, uh, we do it every other Sunday in that, so we have another one coming up here. Um, what you probably didn't realize is that uh, uh, Cindy and I did uh, synchronized healing the rest of the day. Uh, mm. So every half hour, we, from the time we, you left uh, until 4 o'clock that afternoon, we had somebody here every half hour wow. that, that we were doing a healing on, which was amazing. We, that's one of our favorite things to do is that synchronized healing on that. Yes, yeah. it is a beautiful thing. Rod and I together simultaneously do healing on people. Um, our energies, vibrations uh, match each other, so it's very harmonious. It's very balanced. It's very beautiful. And then I add colors to the healing as well because I do color therapy. So it's very powerful. That's why it's only a half an hour because you got... You know, a couple of powerhouses here, plus the colors, which have its own, you know, they have their own vibration and energies. So it's it's a beautiful thing. A lot of amazing 
um, healings and people see things, they see colors. My mother was here, she saw white, you know, and it was just really beautiful. The whole day is beautiful. We enjoy doing it, and it books up fast. When we put it out there, it's booked up fast. So. Yes, uh, and Ron, we did have a guest that was supposed to be here tonight, and you know, and it's Charles Sheen. Sheen was going to be here tonight, yeah. so we told Charles Sheen that maybe next time he could be here because we wanted to book you as soon as, soon as we felt your energy on Sunday and everything else. So you took Charlie Sheen's uh, place today. <laughs> so glad to have you here. Uh, well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and the, the experience there on Sunday was my first time here uh, beyond today. Uh, Beyond Today was recommended by a friend of mine who is taking some coursework from mm-hmm. you folks. And so I came, and that was uh, a wonderful experience. And I think Cindy described it very well in terms of a balanced energy between the two of you provided. Um, just to share in that experience that I had that day, I was explaining to Cindy what came to my mind that day. Um, I believe you held a space behind me by putting your shoulder uh, hands on my shoulder. Yes. And Cindy was in front of me holding my hands. And the image that came to me that entire time was an image of of Earth, of Mother Earth. And how the image came, it was so vivid and so clear. Um, I was Earth in the middle. And the image, if you can just imagine with me, is uh, was the clouds. So if you can imagine yourself out in outer space and you're looking back to the Earth, you see the earth, half of the hemisphere is blue because of the light, the sun coming on it. And the other half is dark because it's night. And so I was earth. And then on the light side were a lot of clouds uh, on the light side, the white clouds and rainbow. And that was Cindy. Oh, wow. And the clouds on the other hemisphere, the dark side was you. Dark side, of course. Which was uh, a lot of lightning and rain you can actually, I saw lightning coming from the clouds hitting the earth. So if you can imagine that visual, that's what I had the whole time. Wow. Just a sense of tranquility, a sense of grounding. I think the elements of Mother Earth and all the essence that create Mother Earth was, you know, balanced by the two of you having that energy and felt really, felt really good. Felt very rejuvenated when I left here, so it was great. I love that. Isn't that pretty? <laughs> that is very pretty. That it's pretty that she gets the rainbow stuff and I get the <laughs> lightning and thunder and, well, and dark. Kind of like Zeus, and it's all good. You have to I yin know, and yang. <laughs> still powered, still in beautiful. Absolutely, man. of course, the rainbow, right? I'm the color girl. <laughs> Cindy is the color girl, that's for sure. Well, that's really interesting. Is that uh, a lot of people see that's uh, very earth. When they open their heart up and they, they really feel that earth uh, connection you know uh, they see Gaia sometimes mm-hmm. they see they see um, Mother Mary and that there's a lot of different uh, references that people see in that uh, during this that time of the, the open heart meditation that mm-hmm. and uh, it's I, I love how you said that it's like um, something that I don't normally share in that is that um, Sydney holds space and does all the work within the front of you why I hold space and do all the stuff work in, in the back but it's you that do all the work you know mm-hmm. it's we just guide your spirits and, and everything else we're not we're not there taking over everything anything within you that just to let you know that um, when I look into Cindy's eyes mm-hmm. there's a, such a purple haze within her eyes it tur- her eyes actually turns purple and you can actually go into her eyes because she has these piercing and purple eyes that 
And when you walk into it, there's a whole new universe within her own eyes that mm -hmm. while we're doing this. And as this, what happens during this universe that is you start feeling everything. You can feel the water moving. Mm -hmm. You can feel the trees swaying and everything else. You became one with everything within her eyes. Mm -hmm. that. And I get caught up sometimes in that, is that I feel that wind swaying and, and feeling that. And, it, and, I, and I kind of fall in, into that, that whole aspect of that. But I know that's what's within her eyes, is that she has this whole new other, other universe mm -hmm. that's within her. And I believe we all have that, but in this aspect. But Cindy's, I've never seen it, and it's quite like what Cindy has. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. In reference to our traditions and the Navajo traditions, there's, um, there's an understanding of who we are um, as, a, as a people. And in Navajo, we say, noho ka'a dene tanitle. Noho ka'a means of earthly existence, of Mother Earth, of earthly energy. Noho ka'a. Dene is uh, a species, a human species. A five-finger people is, is another term that's used. Noho ka'a dene tanitle. We are of, of this embodiment. So we're, we're of earthly, divine, spiritual essence is who we are. And um, the closest uh, English translation that I come about that I really like is Dr. Wayne Dyer's quote of saying that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Absolutely love that. And um, all the things that you're talking about in terms of who we are, uh, it really is up to us as individuals to determine our well-being. Uh, in Navajo traditions, we're always uh, taught to participate in our own wellness. So that could metaphorically mean a number of different things. One, it could be the practical approach of actually doing the ceremony, meaning actually going and collecting the medicine, you know, getting up, riding out, finding the herbs, getting the stones, uh, building the fire in a practical sense. Um, participation also means letting go, the releasing of the energies, uh, the psychological association, the emotional associations that you may have with that experience. And by participating in it, you put an identity to that and then releasing those energy into that process. And so all the things that you describe are exactly what uh, a lot of Navajo people believe in is that we have to participate in our own experience. And that duality is between us existing as spiritual beings. And once we release those intentions, we then go into the gratitude portion of it, which is creating practical life choices, life skills that we need in order to create abundance in our life. So there's a releasing, which is a forgiveness piece, which is a spiritual contact nature. And then gratitude, which is creating the actual practical skills in your life to live on this earth. So. That's so beautiful. Uh, yeah, I love that. Oh, I, I guess we kind of forgot to tell you what, what we're doing tonight. Huh? <laughs> we got right into it with that open heart thing and everything else. And that I kind of thought of, uh, we could take a vote on this if you like the name of that as a Native American modalities. Yeah, I like think that. that's perfect. Yeah, it kind of describes what we're going to do tonight and talk about and everything else. That I do have one more thing about, you know, it's not all about me or Cindy and that. Yeah. It's about Ron, but I do have one more thing question to ask you. Um, during one of our open heart meditations, that which I thought was just fantastic, that I saw her essence do something in in movement, and as she did, these beautiful leathery wings appeared behind her essence, and they were huge and everything else in that. And there is a modality that she actually did that, that I, in my mind, played over and over and over and over. And I asked her, 
specifically in that, I says, you know, what what are you doing for that? She said she was calling the fire gods in specifically for someone. Hmm. Now, in, do you have anything like that in your culture in that, as the fire gods? Well, what resonates with me in that in that description you're talking about is um, is the four basic elements. Um, and, uh, and when we talk about modalities, just for the context of our discussions, when I understand modalities, I'm talking, I'm thinking of different techniques, right, different ways yes, of practitioners yes. that are out there. So you have things like Qigong, yoga, you know, all those elements. And within the native traditions, just for purposes of our, our, our broadcast here, is that when we talk about Native American modalities, we're talking of the Sioux tribe, the Navajo tribe, Pueblo tribes. And within that, you'll have protection way ceremonies or sweat lodge ceremonies, uh, coming of age ceremonies. So just for our audience, when we talk about modalities, it's basically talking about a process and a technique. Um, for me, what resonates with that explanation that you're talking about is the four basic elements and how they're represented within us. I think there's one modality out there that talks about the five elements, which are the four basic elements of earth, fire, water, and air, and there's the fifth, which is Aveda. Mm -hmm. uh, in our traditions, in Navajo traditions, uh, those four basic elements of earth, fire, water, air are within us. Mm -hmm. So we're a natural element. We're just as much as any other natural element that exists out there, a stone, a water, a mountain, an eagle, uh, whatever it is out there, whatever species. And so we're all comprised or made up of these four basic elements, which is earth, fire, water, and air. You know, you know our body is made up of a high percentage of water and how we, how we hydrate ourselves and how we exist. And a metaphoric element, when a spiritual experience happens, we release. And when we release those energies, we cry. And water is represented there. And so in biblical terms, Jesus Christ was baptized. And so when we, when we cry, our tears are baptizing ourselves. We're, we're officially um, anointing our own growth in that experience. Uh, we're recognizing that's a divine experience through our tears. Uh, and of course, the earth is the fleshy elements within our body, you know, our bones, the flesh, the skin, all of those elements. And then uh, the fires is our heart, our spirit, our soul. And of course, air is the air that we breathe. And so how does this represent in our environment? It's always represented in our environment. You know, I'm looking at my cell phone right here. It's made up of all the four basic elements. Glass itself is water. It's a very dense element of water. You know, it's a fluid element. That's what glass is, and it's in here. Same as metal, right? It's an earth element. And then um, so we have you know, everything around us. We have the mountains. We have the streams, we have the stones. What makes these elements productive with us is the human nature of who we are, which is our character, our demeanors, our practical skill set, how we live a life. That's what makes it so unique, taking these four elements, these four spiritual elements, and transform it into something that we can use every day. That's what makes us what they call manifestation. We have our own skill sets, our own abilities, um, and we create life. So that's what makes it unique. In Navajo traditions, we always see everything around us as being a spiritual element. Our abilities to take those and create things for us is where the divinity lies. Um, that's the threshold 
between the spirituality and us living life, there's a threshold there, and that's what they call divinity. So anything that we do, anything that we create, anything that we manifest in our life, it could be an emotion, it could be uh, laughter, uh, it could be a job, it could be a craft item that we create, but that threshold goes to that divinity process and then we create what is tangible on the other side. So I think one of the things that we have to be very mindful of, which is a new word out there in the wellness community, being mindful is that divinity element. It's that threshold that uh, we have to be aware of what we say and what we do and how we see ourselves because then we create that life that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. So what you're basically telling us is that when what I saw was her calling upon her own self and creating that fire God within her. That, yeah. Nice. Sweet. Do you think more about that? No, I found that fascinating. Thank you. So, Ron, what, what do you do? What, what kind of modalities do you do in, in the spiritual world? Well, I've been in the wellness industry uh, for the last two years. Um, when I say I've been in the wellness industry, I mean, I mean that I've actually been um, professionally focusing on how I can uh, take what I've learned over, the, my, over my years of growing up and offering it as a service. And um, that's been happening in the last two years. Uh, prior to that, a uh, majority of my experience has been in the business management industry. Um, I've been involved in architecture uh, and the entertainment industry, uh, basic business management with nonprofits and corporations. Um, and, I've, and I've actually done some policy work dealing with uh, tribal communities. Uh, so that's been my background uh, professionally. Um, but in doing that, uh, on a very personal level, when I would go out and work for a client, when I would work for a business doing a marketing campaign, or if I'm doing a uh, capital campaign for a nonprofit to raise money, or if I'm doing a human resource team building for a corporation, for employees or whatnot, whatever I'm contracted to do, I always took the time to sit down to meditate, uh, look at the contract, and then uh, create a spiritual sense of how I'm going to facilitate that experience for people. Uh, spirituality is really important to me. It's always been the cornerstone of anything and everything that I do. Yeah. And so I would take that time to do prayer, uh, to sing some songs, look at the contract, and then create the curriculum or create the process that needs to take place. And then I would go do that in a very silent way. I would hold space to make sure that that project unfolds in the manner that it needed to. So I've been doing that for probably the last 20 years as a, as a business consultant. And um, during that time, I uh, also raised three beautiful children, Amanda, Brent, and Roan. Oh, nice. And um, they're, all, they're all on their own now. You know, they're grown up. You know, they're, they're living on their own. And, um, and they said, well, Dad, you really don't have to sing for us anymore because we're not there every day. Uh, you don't have to do these things. So go find a way that you can do that, you know. Go find another way that you can uh, help help people. And so that was about two years ago, and that's when I started getting involved in the wellness industry. Um, and that's when I began to create ceremony, not just for myself and my family. I started creating ceremony for people. And the first... Um, the first ceremony that I did was actually a wedding uh, for one of my dear friends. And um, 
I did anything and everything under the sky to tell him that I'm not the person that you want to do this. <laughs> not me, not me. But um, they were very adamant about it and wanted to me to do it. So um, that was the first time I actually did ceremony in a very traditional understanding of energy work, um, using the herbs, the songs, and using spirituality as the forefront to deliver um, a session. And uh, to this day, they're still married. Uh, we meet regularly, and, and now I do for them meditation sessions. So I've started building programs and sessions around uh, the different ceremonies that Navajo people have. Now what I don't, what I do is I'm very mindful of my elders. I got to make sure that the ceremony stays within the context of how it was created. Right. The ethnocentric elements have to maintain an embodiment of the medicines, of the locations, the geographic references, the songs. So I'm very mindful of that. What I've done is I've extracted from there um, the philosophical content. Um, some of the tools um, and create a much more contemporary version of what it means. So I've created different meditation sessions, for example, centered around uh, energy clearing. Um, I've done some house blessing ceremonies, um, weddings, of course, and uh, uh, lodge sessions, uh, sweat lodge sessions. So I don't replicate our traditional ways. I actually put it in a different format. So. A lot of these services that I provide are very spa-like type treatments that I do, uh, and a little bit of energy work too as well. And so that's what I'm doing now in the last two years. And I practice out of, um, uh, of a center down, downtown Phoenix called Blissful Body. Blissful Body, yes. Yeah, and then I also do just personal referrals um, that people ask me to do. Um, so uh, the wellness industry is is a very interesting industry because um, I'm finding out that people um, in the last year, in the last two years, not only corporations but individuals, are really making a stride towards finding a balance in their life. Um, and when I say balance, I'm saying that they really under, they really need to know or have a desire to understand what their spiritual nature is, which will then be something practical that they can feel comfortable with every day, growing into this much more global, higher awareness. And corporations are starting to do that now, and um, so I, I see this expansion happening. And so I'm, I think I want to bring more of the Navajo traditions in this kind of settings. I think um, one of the prophecies we as Navajo people um, are aware of is that there's going to be a coming together of community. Right of all different ethnic groups coming around are the human species coming together um, in, in common union, right? Or in, in, uh, in spiritual terms, have communion around spirituality. And so this is my effort to do that, is to create a sense of humanity uh, and awareness uh, that's really important. And uh, I'm excited about it. So, Very good. Yeah. So you got to spend some time with Cindy this afternoon. I was seeing clients, and so um, if you had to have a session with Cindy, you know, what would a session with Cindy look like? You know, because she does need a lot of help. So, <laughs> well, I, I I did have the privilege of uh, 
being introduced to uh, Beyond Today. And what I love about this space, what I love about Beyond Today, and I think a lot of your clients and I think people should come to the center, is um, there's a place, uh, a ceremony is very important in terms of location. Absolutely. You know, ceremony. Ceremony of the mind, ceremony of the heart. All of those things are really critical. And I think this area is very um, supportive of that. You know, I first came here and, you know, my experience of approaching the center is that you're walking literally this separation off into this peninsula type of a, type of a geographic area. Yep. So you're like you're crossing this bridge, right? Right. There's this welcoming and openness that you experience as you're walking towards the front door. You're leaving things behind. And then you have this lake that's centered around the center, you know. And then as you look out each of the windows, I notice a lot of the natural elements around. You can actually see plant life, trees Absolutely. and grass. Yep. And so I thought that was really uh, a wonderful experience. And the energy here was very inviting. Um, so I, I, I did enjoy that. And Cindy was showing me the different uh, rooms. And um, it was beautiful, beautiful to see that. Um, in terms of how I can help up, I'm not sure. but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I don't put myself out there as much in terms of uh, when it comes to, um, um, uh, you know, women in, in a sense of trying to overstep them. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm very mindful of that. But um, what I can share is some of the things that I've done in co-facilitating experiences. Absolutely. Um, one of my most pleasant experiences has been with a yoga session. Um, I've had a yoga uh, yogi um, have their own session. They would, uh, in a, like an hour and a half time, they would conduct their normal session. They would have an audience. They would go through the different postures, the different salutations. Uh, the only thing that I would require for them is that they would sit down four times and acknowledge the four different directions. And I would sing a song, a Navajo song, and bring into from those directions the essence of each of those spiritual elements. And so it was very... Uh, it was a different experience for a lot of their clients. And typically, they just go in, they'll do the salutations, they'll have a yoga session. Uh, but this experience enhances that. It really connects them to their spiritual, spiritual integrity of who they are. So to do yoga postures and, and salutations and then having a, a pause and face a direction like the eastern direction. And then I would then sing a Navajo song and I would call in the elements of that direction. So I've facilitated that. I've done a meditation session uh, with a dear friend of mine from Suiha. Her name is uh, Natalie McGovern. Oh, beautiful. And yes. uh, Natalie and I, she would do her normal meditation sessions, which is about an hour and a half. And then I would then come in and chime in at certain parts, and I would sing a song. And depending on the context of how she's delivering her, her meditation, I would craft the songs very specific for that. Um, the other thing is using aromatherapy, um, bringing in the oil elements um, and the natural medicines from Navajo. Um, I bring those into that experience too as well. And uh, it's really important for me that when I do my meditations or any sessions that I do, that uh, we hit uh, the seven senses. Uh, I think we as people know the basic five senses, right? So it's your sight, hear, taste. There's uh, actually two more that we don't really take the time to tap into, which is the unconscious and the conscious, mm. which makes seven, the principle of seven, right? You have the seven days that the earth was created. You have the seven basic chakras. 
So we as Navajo people, we have seven senses. So by providing um, the elements in order to trigger those areas is really important. So aromatherapy is really important. The scent, the chantings, the songs, the drums, the rattle, whatever, whatever tools you need specifically for that meditation will help trigger those points. And as you trigger those points, then you can resonate with the frequency to tap into the different body organs to which will then generate the healing. So I've been able to do something like that, and uh, that's what I really enjoy the most is being able to do, integrate. Do you have those. a healing song that you can share or anything right now? Um, I I could. <laughs> Would you guys like to hear it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, put you on the spot here. Threw you under the bus. No, that's okay. Um, what, well, let's do this as uh, like a session. Okay. Let's let's do that. Uh, so, what we'll do is. Um, Let's, uh, the audience, come and join us, too, as well, where you're sitting. So let's get ourselves ready. Let's uh, put our feet flat on the floor, uh, okay? And uh, get yourself comfortable, however you want to sit. Just make sure that your feet's flat on the floor. And since we're sitting on the chairs, I want you to start uh, feeling yourself gravitating closer into that chair. And as, as you do so, I ask you to close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, I'd like for you to take four deep breaths. Each time that you take that breath, feel yourself being grounded on Mother Earth. Feel your feet being connected to the ground. With each breath, feel the energies of Mother Earth coming up from the floor into your feet, into your legs, going up your spine, and each breath that you take gets closer to your heart. And as that energy circles your heart, you begin to feel relaxed. Your shoulder starts dropping. You may see colors. You may see a word. You may have a sense of feelings about your heart. I ask you to hold that, take one deep breath and hold that space. Yana, yana, hey yo, yana, hoi na, hey ne, yo, Yana, yana, hey yo, yana, hoi na, hey ne. Yana hey yo oh oh yana yana hey yo oh oh yana hey yo oh oh yana hey yo when he yana hey ne 
Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yawana hoina heine Yawana hoina heine yowen Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yana heyo Yana yana heyo Yana heyo Yana heyo Yana heyo Yana yana heyo Yana hoina heine Yana yana heyo Yana hoina heine Yawana hoina heine Yawana hoina heine Yana yana heyo yana yana heyo yana hoina heine yowem Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yana heyo yana yana heyo yana heyo yana heyo yana heine Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yana yana heyo yana hoina heine Yawana hoina heine Yawana hoina heine yowem Feel that energy circling your heart Imagine yourself taking this energy outward. Imagine this energy leaving your heart, going to the places of sanctuary that you occupy, going to your home, feeling that love, that feeling throughout your home. Having that feeling go to someone who may need that right now. See this love going out throughout the world, going to the different areas where energy, where medicine is, touching the herbs, Touching the rivers, touching the mountaintops, flying side by side with the eagle. You're being rejuvenated at this moment in time as you travel throughout. These different medicines are touching you, rejuvenating you strengthening you. And you come back, bring those energies back into your heart. And as you do so, 
you feel the warm blanket of that love wrapping around you. This is Creator acknowledging you. This is Creator acknowledging your divine being. This is Creator giving you a hug. You have now become medicine. You are medicine in spirit. You are medicine in words. You are medicine in character. You have become beautiful again. And four deep breaths slowly come back. Each breath bringing you back. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. Stretch a little bit, coming back to present. Namaste. Namaste. Oh, that was beautiful, beautiful. Ron. <laughs> yeah, that was really beautiful. Wow. <laughs> How'd you like it, audience? It's very lovely. Yes. Very peaceful, too. Yes, I love that. Thank you, Ron. Absolutely. So, we got a little bit of time left in that. Uh, some questions you want to ask Ron in a small amount of time. That was beautiful, by the way. I, I, I'm kind of lost here, so I'm kind of throwing it over <laughs> at Cindy and that, saying, asking her if there's any questions that she wanted to, before we take it out to the audience. Um, Ron, we were kind of going over some ideas earlier of what to chat about. Um, you mentioned your, the clan. Do you want to oh, share yeah. a little bit about that? Yes. Um, in Navajo traditions, um, we we have these things called clans, and um, I found out uh, when I was doing the house blessing ceremonies for my friends um, who were of Irish traditions, English traditions, and Scottish traditions, the, the Celtic traditions, they have clans too as well. And so I think at one point in time, we as a human species all celebrated our relationship to Mother Earth and the indigenous traditions. So um, clans are, are basically, um, I would say, protocols that would help us define our beings as spiritual people. And it will also help us in terms of setting purpose in our lives, either through the professions that we seek. And it also creates the protocols in terms of our social relationships among our community that would define our mothers, our fathers, and our relatives. And um, and typically in uh, social settings, we would introduce ourselves in our own language so that we can immediately start creating that bond with this person and finding out what our relations are. So um, what I would normally do would introduce myself in my language would be um, 
So basically what I said was um, I talked about four clans, four relations. Wow. And so um, these clans are structured so that the first clan is um, who our spiritual identity is. Um, and that's our mother's clan because we're born from our mom. The bloodline starts with her. And so the first clan for me is White Streak and Iraq of the San Carlos Apache tribe. And in that tradition, the way I understand it is that the White Streak are, are medicine people. They come from a place called uh, Chetiskai. Years ago, they had the Chetiskai fire in that canyon area. Yes, yes. So that's the origin of that um, clan is that they came from that canyon. Uh, so it's Tzedeskai or Tzedeskai. Uh So that's who I am. So uh, in a way, uh, my spiritual nature is of medicine people, of medicine relations. So that almost determines the profession or the life purpose that I have going forward. And then um, I'm born to my dad's clan. So that's my second clan. In this case, it's mini goats. And then I have two grandparents' clan, the maternal and the paternal. Uh, which are Regtik and also uh, Mountain Cove. And in a very simple way, uh, how it determines uh, our social structure is that if I come across another Navajo who does not biologically relate to me, you know, that's not an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, but they're, you know, someone else completely new, if their first clan is same as mine, then that's my brother and sister, uh, depending on their. Uh, gender. And then if I come across somebody completely new and their first clan is mini goats, which is my dad's clan, then that person is, is either my dad or my mom based on their gender. And the other two, of course, will determine my grandparents. So you can see that in our traditions, clans help create protocol in terms of our social structure, our social dynamics. Uh, but it also creates the spiritual nature of who we are. And so it's really important for us to know that when we grow up. So when it comes time in a contemporary world, in a contemporary society, um, we know where we're destined to go. We have a very um, spiritual identity that's already created and we just follow through with it. So a person of a medicine tradition like myself could be someone that could be a doctor, a nurse, uh, somebody who's in that medicine field kind of uh, element. Uh, so that's why for me as being a business person, it's really important that anything and everything that I do begins with prayer, begins with medicine. And that's how brings me structure to how I want to uh, move forward in my profession. So that's how we introduce ourselves. It's a long introduction, <laughs> but it's very important. And um, for my children, um, uh, on their mom's side, they're, they're English. Um, uh, and then uh, on their dad's side, they're Navajo. Um, I had um, uh, one of my daughters, uh, my, the oldest one, my oldest daughter was learning her clans and she introduced herself one time by saying, I'm half English and I'm half Navajo. And um, uh, my heart fell because I felt like I didn't appropriately uh, teach her. Uh, and I quickly sat her down and I said, uh, which means my little one. 
See, Isaiah, there's no such thing as being a half person. There's no such thing. There's not being a half Navajo or a half English. There's no such thing as being a half person. How you introduce yourself is that you're of your mother's clan of the English traditions and that you're of your dad of the Navajo traditions. Um, so that psychologically created an empowerment for her. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's really important. So words are very, very important in how you, how you articulate it. So, so that's how we introduce ourselves. Um, and, uh, and that has led me to become a business owner. Uh, I've, uh, I own a consulting business now called iSolutions. Um, and then uh, I uh, also own a uh, architecture company called Red Road Architects. And um, I do a lot of volunteer work. Uh, and so when you look at my traditions, my first three clans all centered around that. So my first clan is Medicine Way. So I'm a practitioner now, and I provide wellness services. Uh, my second clan, which is Mini Goats, has to do with abundance, which is a profession relating to creating abundance, which is my business entrepreneurial spirit. And my third clan has to do with um, giving, um, being of service, uh, which is my uh, philanthropic element. So already from birth, I'm already doing the three things right, that I truly absolutely. love doing. Wow, that's neat. <laughs> that is really neat, isn't mm -hmm. it? So we're going to have to kind of wrap, start thing, wrapping things up. So um, any th questions from... The, the audience, do you guys have any questions out there for Ron or any of us in that? Come on up here, dear. So, well, you don't want to be on the radio? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, honey. No, but, um, I was just wondering if you, um, you were talking about the medicines and the herbs and stuff. Do you like do you gather herbs or you know the medicines and that do you is that something that you um have kept track of i mean yeah. or is it all just in your head or do you like write a book about it or something or could, is that something that you'd share or or mm -hmm. how how do you well how we how that? we become proficient in our own practice is uh, is really up to us and i think this is really important that i i share with um the clients that I that I treat through my wellness services, through the modal modalities that I provide, the more that you can participate in your wellness, the more that you can participate in your own uh, growth, um, the more you become proficient. The idea is that you become your own practitioner. In Navajo tradition philosophy, um, the whole idea of living a life is to become medicine in this case it's to become your own practitioner mm -hmm. so my goal from the time that my son or daughter is born is that when they become adults that they don't have to rely on me to get the medicines to know the songs to learn the ceremony that during that time that they when they become adults can do it on their own which goes back to that Dr. Wayne Dyer statement is that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So we have to be equipped. We have to increase our abilities to learn. And so when you learn, especially in, in this contemporary time, you can go on the Internet and it's just like endless information. You can go to a bookstore. You know, you can come to Beyond Today and take a session. You know, wherever you go, the idea is for you to become your own practitioner. 
Everyone has the talents, the skill set, the energy, the context, the consciousness to be able to do that. So for me, I was fortunate to be able to grow up in a setting where we had to go and collect our medicine. We had to go to this mountain. We had to go to this river. We had to go to this geographic area in order to collect the herbs, in order to collect the stones, and it's very raw format. Uh, we had the opportunity to, to grow corn, which is the corn pollen that we, we harvest at the end. Uh, so we were fortunate to be able to live in an environment where it was natural as possible to get those things. Then we start creating the necklaces. We create the uh, arrowheads for ceremony. We create the mush, the corn mush, for the coming of age ceremony. We create the rug that we need in order for us to create the medicine bundles. So um, most of us now don't really live in that kind of environment, but we can have access to that. So nowadays what I do is um, uh, I use a lot of the oils, um, essential oils, essential oils uh, depending on who the manufacturer is. It could be done by an individual or it could be done something that you buy from a store, depending on your practice, right? Uh, for me, uh, the oils, I work with an individual who harvests all the plants and they do the oils themselves. So they put the energies, the songs into that medicine okay so i try to if i have to go get water if i have to go get an oil if i have to go get sage i make sure that if i can't physically be there to cut it from the ground i try to make sure that i find someone who has the mindfulness to be able to do that which then transfers that energy over into me that's what i like to do thank you very much that was awesome that uh, sorry, we got to wrap things up. That Zach's doing the little finger thing that he always does. He tells us that it's time to wrap things up. Ron, what do you got coming up here? Anything classes or anything? Um, I'm I'm going to be doing a um, announcement, a couple of events on Facebook. Um, I'm going to do a contemporary version of the Sweat Lodge starting in October. Well, Cindy and I are going to be there. Wonderful. Yes. And I all want to say to Blissful, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, to Beyond Today, to your clients too as well, I would love to structure uh, um, a workshop, a session, a uh, sweat lodge with you folks too as well. You know, um, I think we, that's in the making already. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds lovely. Yes. Yeah. And, um, would you guys like to come to a sweat lodge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm planning a couple of... Um, uh, retreats coming up. We're going to a two-day retreat in Sedona that I'll be designing specifically for that. And then we have a San Diego uh, retreat too as well that I'm designing. And then in March of 2017, I am a co-founder for a four-day uh, trans, uh, trans, um, transcendental festival called um, Neo Tribal. Oh, and nice. it happens out in Estrella Park. It's four days of music. It's four days of wellness modalities that we provide to the public. Um, and it's uh, four days of ceremony. And we combine it all together. So we're in partnership with SWIHA, uh, Southwest Institute of the Healing Arts, who's one of our uh, collaborators. Um, and maybe we can extend that to you folks. You can come Absolutely. out and do some sessions. Uh, we have a large uh, audience. Um, the first part of the day is we do ceremony. We acknowledge the natural traditions that uh, are across the globe. We've had a couple of folks from Africa come, Mexico and Germany come and conduct their ceremonies during the first half of the day. The second half of the day is around uh, contemporary modalities. We host yoga sessions, qigong sessions, healing sessions. 
Um, and then in the evening time, it's all music. We have a huge stage. We have uh, notable people who come out and play music up until 10 o'clock. So that's called uh, Neo-Tribal. So those are probably the three main things that I'll be doing. Here's Is there a website or something that they can get all this information yes. on? Uh, for, my, for my personal stuff, if you go to Facebook, right now I'm using Facebook as a way of announcing Good my idea, personal yeah. modalities and whatnot. Um, for Neo-Tribal, we do have a website called neotribal.com. Just go there. You'll be able to see it, uh, neotribalthegathering.com. You'll be able to see what it is that we provided the last two years. Um, and um, I think those are the two locations right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you also can contact me on today, you know, at uh, 602-374-4926, and we can put you in touch with Ron at any time. We know where he's at, and uh, we're, we're not going to lose touch with him. He's, he's a great, great man, a great honor to have you here. Mm. Cindy, what do you got coming up? Mm. Yes, here at Beyond Today, I will be teaching a color class. Uh, it's Saturday, October Eighth, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's fun. I've taught it before. Uh, we, you know, learn about colors and how we resonate with them or how we don't. Um, and then at the end, we work with the colors on each other. You know, doing healing work. Um, we're talking about possibly having another fall, fall slash winter fair here at Beyond Today. So Ron might want to be a part of that. Um, we just, we talked about that today, so we don't have it, have a date yet. So, um, I don't know what else is going on. Oh, we are now also opening up the facility for anyone who wants to do a, um, celebrate your life. We experienced that, uh, about a month ago, I think it was now, and, uh, it was really beautiful. You know, we, uh, someone had passed away, of course, but they wanted to celebrate their life. So we... They did it here at Beyond Today, and they decorated really nice and very, you know, uh, beautiful. Uh, the energies are beautiful, and the whole uh, evening was, you know, very beautiful. So we are opening up our doors to that as well. And if you're interested, just give us a call. Um, Rod, what was that number again? 602-374-4926. Thank you, and thank you, everyone. Thank you. Well, we got... Uh, some Reiki classes coming up here next month, and uh, we also have uh, some beautiful, uh, we have a Blue Celestial class and that, and Ron and I were going to talk about that tonight, but we didn't get a chance to talk about the Blue Celestial and that. Uh, really love celestial beings, and Ron and I both agree on that. There's a lot of love, a lot of love with celestial beings and celestial energies and everything else in that. Um, we also have, uh, we rent out our room here. We have a lot of great, wonderful things, events happening. You can check out the events at the beyond the number two day.com and, and uh, check us out. Um, love having you, Ron. It was a blessing to have you here and that, and, and really honored to have you. I really enjoyed being here, and uh, I look forward to more opportunities to be here at uh, Beyond Today. You got my mind spinning. I got some great <laughs> ideas I want to talk to you about. I know, right? Yeah. yeah, we enjoyed you. Thank you so much for everything yeah. and uh, and all that you had to share. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zach Lyman, for uh, putting this together for us and everything else. Yes, thank Zach, you, Crowd, thank for you. Out there. Thank you, audience. Uh, we, audience <laughs> is a wonderful group of people in that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're all honored in that. You guys have a good night. Good night, Ron. Good night, Ron. Good night. Good night, <laughs> Good night audience. Good night. Good night.